good morning and um good morning i i want to greet everybody in the name of jesus let me greet the people of the lord in the name of jesus this is the day that the lord has made uh, god is good and um I'm, I'm i'm here for you i'm here speaking the word of god to your life because god is merciful we serve a good god if you are here and you can join me and you can see me this morning i'm here for you and uh, we will talk a lot of things that the lord has laid in my heart and uh, i see people are coming be greeted in the name of jesus um uh, I'm still setting up things that uh, that really we we want to go there. We really want to go there um, uh, into the topic that God has laid in me. Just be patient with me. Yes, I'm done. I think I'm done. Good morning. I seen that If you have joined me, say hallelujah. If you have come through podcast, say hallelujah. I've entered the studio. Man of God, it's a time we will share the word of God. Good morning, sir. Good morning, good morning. And uh, if you are able to see me today, and um, we will talk a lot on the subject, and I've got the Bible with me, we're going to study a lot. My topic today, it is uh, on a subject called uh, Changing Life Approach. I, wanna, I, I think we've done dreams, we've done a lot of things, and today I want to talk to you about a changing life approach uh, because uh, the area of destinies that the Lord has for us, it's more important. So I'm going to talk a bit about that. And uh, if, if you can host the party, uh, please just come in and host the party with me uh, on dealing with the subject of um, changing life approach. I hope the series on safeguarding the homes you enjoyed and the series on um, uh, what is it? Um, the series on dreams interpretation. You you have enjoyed. I want to believe that it has been a very good ride, and the series on the Holy Spirit and uh, 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 connecting to the power or tipping to the power. You also have enjoyed. So today, let me talk about that um, changing life experiences. But I want to go back to the Holy Spirit one on Sundays. If you are on podcasts. And if you are on these platforms, please join us today as, as we are going deeper to the word of God on the subjects that the Lord has given us. God is good. God is merciful and God is gracious. And uh, we need to take that to cognizance. Sorry, because I'm mighty uh, uh, working there and there, but I, I think I'm ready. And I think I will go in mega on that subject. Please stay with me today. Can I let something say? about changing the uh, uh, life approach. The reason why I'm talking to you about changing life approach, and then I want to believe it's going to be serious on a day 14 year lockdown. It is on the basis that uh, these things that uh, the Lord is drawing me to them, who uh, can pay attention to them, they've become so important to the lives of many. So I'm going to talk to you on that subject based on our, um, we need to arrive to where we really need to arrive very soon. And we need to come to a position without any hesitation. Therefore, 
if if you are in the field or you are in the business or you are in a kind of field still they require an attention you'd notice that um an approach needs to be revisited now and then an approach needs to be revisited now and then because god is good and god is merciful i have i have something i've studied with businesses over the time over every year they go out to go and look at the approach if the approach is correct or not or because sometimes you might find yourself god bless you madam mama god bless you as well i'm going to go deeper to, i am loaded i am loaded and i believe I'm going to be on fire today. I'm going to go deeper on being on fire. So I'm talking about life changing of a life approach and then the dream part, the dreams we have dealt with it extensively. And then I think I drilled so hard on those subjects and then allow me today to start a new thing today and it's going to end up in its kachego. I see advocate, advocate to Bahale. Thank you for joining us, man of God. Today I've got a new subject. And I'm talking to you. Let me greet you there. I'm talking about changing a life approach. Changing a life approach. Uh, I'm trying not to go deeper into the theology, but rather to stick uh, with a uh, uh, with a subject that are more applicable to life. But again, using the word of God to come or to penetrate through uh, uh, some some difficulties that we go around go go about in our lives. So, Kachego, allow me to talk on that changing or change the approach, changing life approach might be very important subject today. And I pray that the Lord would would would, would allow us to see and have the insight into this matter. I want to read with you, and I've carried the Bible with me today. If you've got the Bible, come with me. Let's read the Bible together. And uh, I do not know what to expect, but I do know what God has laid in me. In this subject, I want to talk uh, on, on the book of uh, Isaiah 60. Let me read Isaiah 60 if you've got the Bible with me. I know people that are not used to reading the Bible, but read with me the Bible in the book of Isaiah as a parent scripture through the whole thing. But today we have to deal with it and get done with it. And, and, and if you've got time, go to these platforms and download the messages. Go to these platforms, download it, and have them in your archives and go through them as part of the teaching because they are part of your inheritance. As a child of God, they are part of your inheritance. Play them in your car. If or play them right in your phone, put your efforts, revisit them because there might be facts. Did he mention and because of time and because we are in here for, for not forever? Uh, so the content get better at time when you revisit the content. So Isaiah 60, verse 1 and verse <clears throat> Isaiah to verse number 6. Let me read. Arise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and the deep darkness uh, the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Verse number four, lift up your eyes around and see. Uh, they will all gather together. They will come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be nest at your side. And then you shall see and become radiant. And your heart shall swear with joy because the abundance of the sea 
shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentile shall come to you, and the multitude of camels shall cover your land. The dromedaries uh, of Midian and the Epaph and all those of Seba, of Seba shall come, and they shall bring gold and incenses, and shall proclaim the Lord God. They shall proclaim the Lord. They shall proclaim praise to the Lord God, our God. And I'm going to read verse 1 and verse 2, and I'm interested in a few verses there. And there the Bible says, And arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you, and the Bible says, Arise and shine. Thank you for joining us. Let me read the passage of scripture. Dr. Mawani, say, highlight to me back to say, man of God, I'm connected like we usually do. And I speak the connecting anointing upon us. Let's read Isaiah 61 for the last time. Or maybe Isaiah 60, not for the last time. Uh, 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 if I read many a time, you should try to keep with audience. That it keeps on coming to the, to the thing. It arises and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Um, uh, uh, there is a need that the Lord is talking to us. I see that the Mawan, God bless you. I hope you have hosted the party. Bring others on board if you can. Oh, hallelujah. They, I, I want to talk to you about changing lifestyle and then I want to talk to you about who arise. What is to arise? And the Bible says, arise and shine. I see Hex is joining us also. And let me see those who are joining us also in Port Bean, because there are also those who are joining us in Port Bean. And um, uh, let me see those who are joining us in Port Bean. God bless you. Yes, I see 33 people liking the show. And let's go deeper with that. Then Sulam Dimli, arise and shine. Arise and shine. Here it is a situation where a person has done so many things and has tried a lot of efforts, and the Bible says that person needs to arise and shine. How many people in our day today are finding themselves being in a position to arise and being in a position to shine? You know, God doesn't want to appear in an amount of glory upon God has a way of looking to us and God is saying to us, there's a part I want to do as God over your life. But now there's some your part that you need to play and your part is to arise and shine for the glory, the glory of the Lord. The Bible says, and the glory of the Lord is upon you. Now, what God is working in the inside of you and God is working to your life. But there is a part that you need to come and play. And that is the part to arise. God doesn't say, I will arise. God is saying, you should arise. You should arise so that and shine. Now, you need to have a heart of arising and you need to have a heart of shining. You know, but also you must have a desire to to see yourself arising and to see yourself shining. Kiwanam, Mam Kuka there, thank you, Asin Kori. I see us uh, uh, Malizana there. God bless you, woman of God. If you are connected, say, man of God, I have connected. When I live at they do not know that they, uh, we are the co workers with Christ. We do our part and God does his part. 
we do our part and God continues to finish what we have done. The Bible says, I'm drawn near to me, I will draw near to you. In other words, God is saying, I would, uh, I would never leave you nor forsake you. My attention is upon you, but you know what? You need to draw near to me so that I will draw near to you. In other words, when I let towards God working in the inside of us or God working for our lives. We do this part and we must be available in doing this part so that God may finish the rest of the puzzle. That's why Bible says, arise and shine. Now, what is to arise? Either or either and the Bible says this person had to put up a makeup of rising up so that he can shine. You don't start by shining, you start by arising. And today when I talk about life-changing approach, I'm talking about methods that will help us arise so that we can shine. Because we do not have a problem of the glory of God, but we have a problem of rising and we have a problem of shining. Now, can we shine in the respective fields we find ourselves? Can we shine in the situations we find ourselves? God is saying you have been too long child in that situation. You have been too long and today I've sent my servant to come and show you how to arise from a situation you do not like to a situation where I've said before you. He says arise and shine for my glory is upon you. You arise and you shine because of the glory of God is upon you. So the glory is not an issue but the arising it is a big issue. brother Petulo, thank you for joining us men of God. Thank you of joining us and I hope God will bless you today. One number one thing why people cannot arise it is because when they experience a failure, they do not learn. I've got 20 facts that I want to debate with you today about the question of rising and shining. Rising and shining. The Bible says arise and shine and, and the glory of the Lord uh, 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 has come upon you. For you to experience the glory of God, which is upon you, you have to learn to move from a failure to learning. You have to move from being a failure to learning. You see, when you go to the field of arts, and when you go to the field, yeah, 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 arts and, 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 and technologies and innovations and so on, these fields are full of people who have failed. In a political life, there are people that have failed. When they start to do something, they go through failure first. You go through failure because of sometimes the route can be bumpy. Now go through a failure because you do not know what to expect. But here, let me tell you something. Failure is not final. Failure, it is not final, and therefore, the biggest question it would be, have we learned from the area surfacing motor? You can fail in ministry, you can fail in a lot of things, but failure, it's never final. If you have tried this business before, and that business has not worked, let me tell you this, failure, it is not final. Failure, it is not final, and failure will never be final. If you have gone through a situation where you have tried a relationship and it has never worked, the failure, it is never final. So the question is, 
Have we learned from failures? Have we learned from the failures of the past? Have we learned from areas we did not accept? You see, life, it is somehow, God doesn't want us, God doesn't throw situation to us because he hates us. Therefore, Mudimu or set up to a failure. You would never fail. In God, there is no failure. Mudimu would the situation upon our lives for one reason, for learning reasons. And my question is, and my question to you that I'm putting to you, it is, have we learned from our previous failures? Have we learned from what we tried to do? Now he took from the failures we have done. Sometimes you have been a parent and you have never been a good parent. Because there's no school of parenting and you do not know how to relate with your children and at times you feel like you are failing in the inside of you. The question is, what are you learning from that kind of situation? You know, let me say something. When you fail and you keep on failing and you keep on failing, I'm going to tell you uh, it is not because God hates you. You fail because there are lessons that you might be neglecting along the way. There might be lessons that God is showing to you because in life, God will throw us lessons. Momo Pilong Mudim will give us lessons. Let me say something. I've been in the ministry for over 20 years, I believe, for more than 20 years, and I failed many a time. I failed, I crawled, I got all the injured, and, and it was so difficult. At times, it was overwhelming. At times, it was, I felt like I could throw the towel away, uh, I can throw the towel. Why? Because it was a journey, but it was not just a an event. And, and I'm going to say something to you that your success can never be an event. Your success is a journey of trials and error. Your success is a journey of trying this and that and you're failing over that and that. But now failure also, it is not a final statement in a sense that we learned about that. What are the things that have caused us to fail and what are the things that have caused us situation that we keep on trying and we keep on coming to the same result. I'm going to show some certain example of the people that have tried in the past and they failed. The people who have tried in the past and they failed. One of them, of the guys that have, have tried in the past, uh, it is the development of Microsoft Windows. You know, Bill Gates had to set himself up and lock himself up, trying to find it. And if you check the biography, they will tell you this man would not sleep. He would try to work on his product again and again in giving us this kind of applications to work on his application, more software, more operational system that he had given us. He failed many times. The, 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 the brothers that have created the flying the machine, they failed many times. They kept on failing. So, in other words, successful people, even in this area of science, they failed previously and therefore they, they have learned their lesson. And you got to learn lessons. And I had to learn lessons in the ministry. I had to learn lessons in business. I have to learn lessons in, in dealing with people. Aria, one of the lessons I learned in ministry, you cannot be in a ministry without God. You cannot be in a ministry and serve God with knowledge you get from the Bible school. The knowledge you get from the Bible school and the knowledge you get from all over the places is necessary. But the key factor is God, number one. The key factor is God. So the mistakes we make as a minister 
and or as a business people we take the entrepreneurial skills or the ministry skills whatever way we take them we want to apply them more pillar mountain and continue the key is god god said upon my upon peter say you are the rock and upon this rock i will build my church so you are not building a ministry it is god that is building a ministry he says upon this rock i will build my church god is building through you god is building through your life and therefore if you take god's equation in what you are trying to do out of your life you will lose building uh, to a success because you are not a builder but god is a builder through you number two fact number two i want you to take through this uh, it is because uh, Gilbagala like this fact that i really have to speak much there are a lot of people by the way they find themselves in this area and they are trapped in this area number one i told you have we learned from our failures the other thing is have we moved from regret uh, the regrets of the past to the vision of the future i'm gonna repeat what i'm saying have we moved from the regrets to the vision of the past now you must find the connection between moving from and move forward to the vision of the life failures must be able to allow you to learn and number two to develop visions of the future therefore we can't stay in a position where we keep on regretting why did i do whatever i did why did i, I do whatever i went through what you see god has given you the now moment so that you can project what is going to happen in the future the question is have we learned number two are we still regretting are we still regretting the past relationships the marriage that has failed the condition that are giving us problem are we still regretting we need to move from being uh, to a position from a regret to a position of developing the future vision what is a future vision a future vision is a vision of really where we really need to learn and then the future visions are more important to us as people so that a vision would give us life if you read in the book of habakkuk the bible says write down the vision for the vision is for an appointed time because there's a time upon a vision and those who walk and read the vision would not even regret the bible talks about says they will not be wary they will not have all this kind of problem because the vision is written down that he who ran with it may run with it without being um, going through confusion and so on so write the vision and write the, write the vision down and move from open over the regrets there are people who say ah move away from regrets and go to the future vision you can have a vision pick pieces of your life pick pieces of your life share the pieces of open over how and and move from the regrets to the vision you know you still are left with pieces and pieces might be learnings that you've got move from that situation only moyona move 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 keep on moving child don't be stagnant because of the pain of the past don't stay in one place because there are forms of regrets that have come through you move if you learn from those things have we learned from those things and are we moving 
Are we moving? You see, if you stack Mopilong, it will be your choice. If you want to stack Mopilong, it will be your choice, and therefore it will be your choice because number one, you might be liking Tavaya or Batwa sympathizer. You know, I told our people at the church to say, if a person comes to you, Arshem, stuff like that, he's condemning your mind. He's saying, accept your condition, accept what people have done to you. Therefore, if you accept your condition, you are not moving from that. Accepting a condition is something, but moving from a condition, it's a choice. And therefore, we must move from the situation that has created a bitter situation in us, and we must move to the future. And we must move to the future vision. My people perish because of lack of vision. You see, God will start to move in your life when he realizes that you've got a vision for the future. There must be something you are seeing in the future. Born Abraham, I will make your name great. Or Abraham, I will make you successful. There is a willingness upon the part who creates us successful. When I the willing, God is always willing to make us successful. But the problem it is with us. That is why when we find in the spirit realm, one of the things we need to find it is the work the devil has done in our brain. When in our brain. Our brain, our brain, the Bible says we do not fight against flesh and blood. We fight against the spirit and the strongholds. And the Bible says every mind, every idea, meaning in the brain, the battle is in the brain. If you are looking for the devil outside there, the most work the devil seeks to achieve, I'll condemn in the brain. I'll build a picture so wrong in your brain. I build a picture so wrong because pictures that are wrong in your brain, they will tend to lead you to a future that is not right in your life. And therefore, I'm speaking as a man of God. And I speak as a servant of God upon you. May the fire of God rain upon you. May the word of God rain upon you. So that this word of God will continue to build the pictures of the kind of a future you need to have. If you're not seeing anything, you cannot prepare for anything. If once upon a sailor, you can't prepare for anything. Thing. Let me tell you something. There is 20, 2050. There is 2050. There is 2080 that is coming. There is 2030 that is coming. What do you see? What do you see? Have we moved from the past regrets? When they from their past and they're bringing, they're making their past their present monuments. I'm going to tell you, sir, you can't change what you have gone through. You cannot change what you experienced in the past. Your husband, your baby, your, your, your baby father, or outcreating that you will never change. What will never change? It is a, a baby mama that has left you. It is the relationship you have once Mutom Salawa Murat and he's no more there. That you will never change. But there's one thing you can change. It is the future you want to have. It is one thing you can change. It's the kind of a future you can have. It is one thing you can change. It is what kind of a life are you coming to live in 2030, in 2050? It is the kind of a life that you wish to have in the 2050 and the present moment. It should allow us and help us prepare for the kind of a future we want to have. We need to prepare. We need to prepare. And this series is allowing us to prepare for the kind of a future we want to have. You cannot talk about millions. You can talk about millions. People who want to be a millionaire in the future, they are preparing. They are starting businesses. They are engaging in conferences. They are going all over.
over. If you want to succeed into ministry, you have got to prepare in spirit, in the body, in the mind, in, in everything around you, in the environment around you, in challenging yourself, in pushing yourself, in prayer, in all everything, because there is a future upon you. If you believe in the future, you have to believe to the preparation. I'm excited about the future because the seller straw I you know in the previous time. I, I'm not the man that I I used to be previously. And because I've prepared and I'm preparing, I see greatness upon us. I see greatness upon us. I see the powerful man of God. One of my callings to raise servants of God that will continue to conquer the world. And this is why I am preparing and together with them through uh, through all these kind of things it is a preparation for conquering the world. We are not going to say and stay forever in the classroom we are going to learn, we are going to implement what we have learned in the classroom. The Bible says arise and shine I am prepared to go and shine arise and shine the Bible says arise and shine don't be a loser, arise and shine for the glory of the Lord is upon you. Let me tell you what is the glory the glory of God, it is the thickness of the anointing and the presence of God upon a person. Let me tell you the Bible says, I have availed the anointing. The anointing will break the yoke of the devil. The anointing will break the obstacles on your way. The anointing will deal with what the devil has done over the years. Anointing when it's becoming more thicker, because the other word for the glory, it is the weight. The weight, the deeper the weight, but the anointing upon you. If the levels of the anointing upon you, it is thin. Let me tell you, you can escalate your situation until God anoints you with the anointing that is thicker, that has more weight, that it can penetrate where it cannot, uh, uh, where you used to fail previously. Can I tell you something? When David, I'm preaching this house. Can I preach in this house? When David, I will make you a king. And God said, the baptism he was anointed many times, but the first thing that happens in the life of David, he was a, 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 a depressed in a cave of Adullam with the men that were poor, with people that are poor, were rejected, and soldiers that were really of no value. But God was upon him, and David had a promise upon his life. He knew that God would never back out from what he had promised him. Let me tell you in him, if there are people to lie, people will lie. But God is not a son of man that can lie. God is not a son of man that when he makes a promise you will never keep. God will never work out of you. When he promised you something to say, listen, I will see you in the future as a successful person. The word of God says so. That is not a son of man that can lie. He's a man that will keep his word. God will keep what he told you to do in the future. Therefore, arise and shine. Arise and shine for the glory of the Lord is upon you. And if you check deeper, if you go deeper, the Bible says when the season of out of Ghana into your season, because in Tomoliangwe, in a season, yayon. not every season, it is your season, but there is a season for you that God has put before you. The Bible says, blessed is a man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the unjust. The Bible says, it is like a man planted by the riverside. Now, a process of plantation is, there is a stages where you go through. Whatever is planted, it starts as a seed, and it goes through a process of developing roots. And when you develop roots, and there's a process of developing uh, leaves. And when there's a process of developing leaves, there's a process 
development the fruit. You don't start by producing your fruit. You start first by developing your roots. And roots are not seen, but that the first things they do are the development in the process of a seed. You start as a seed, you go to a root, and how to to the roots? Roots are powerful. Roots are your foundation. Roots are what you need. Roots are what God has placed before you. Roots, develop those roots. People are saying, I'm in hiding. I see nothing happening in my life. Let me tell you this. You are in the process of developing roots. And let me tell you this, because there's no fruit without roots. The first thing, it goes through a hiding process. You are thinking, or asimbo bonali. Yes, asimbo bonali, yes. But your roots are growing under the ground. Your roots are developing. Your roots are going deeper. Because whatever should go up must start first go down. In the book of Ephesians chapter 4. I believe the one who ascended, he first descended. You see, God will take you down before he takes your heart. And the reason why it is because you've got to develop roots. I have developed roots. There was a period of my impatience time uh, in my life when I was saying, uh, going to a ministry succeeding overnight and God said "Uh -uh, it never works like that I tried the business I came into a business and and I thought oh today I'll start a business tomorrow I'll start to make profit it never works like that fruits roots roots and sometimes in your family it looks like as if nobody's noticing you've got God's presence in your life and you've become a mockery to them salvation now even more courage to them because they cannot see what is really taking place. But God is working in the background. God is working in the background. We talk about God that is working in the background. It is God. The Bible says, who have started a good work in you, he will finish it. Who have started a good work in you, he will do it. The Bible says, God will finish the work he has started. There is a work of God in your life. That God is busy working. The heaven is opening. The heaven is working in the inside of you. God God is busy dismantling ideas that your forefathers have planted in you so that he built you in his word so that you may secure the future. Yes, that's why he says, arise and shine for the glory of God has risen upon you. Arise and shine for God is upon you. Arise and shine. An ordinary man can arise and he can shine but the glory of God will bring promotion to his life. Arise and shine, child of God. Arise and shine, shine, shine. But you got to arise. You got to defeat the You've got to apply force. Pull your strength. Go through deliverance. Do whatever it takes. Pull, pull away from your past. And therefore move to the lesson God has given you. Because Mudima had a problem of anointing. He will put anointing to an available vessel. The question is, can you dismantle what the enemy has done? Baba Malo, now you've got fear. The devil has attacked you with fear. And this fear has grown in your mind. Can I tell you something, child of God? There is an anointing that God has provided upon your life to destroy fear on your life. There are people who say, I will never 
be married, you will be married because of the reason of the anointing. There are people who say, I will never own a business. The business idea that came into you, the Holy Spirit gave you business ideas, but at the end of the day, you dropped it. That cannot tell you something. The Bible says, go revisit those things. And because the anointing of God is upon you, arise and shine, for the glory of God is risen upon you. There is a glory of God. There is a manifest presence of God. Where you cannot achieve, God will break uh, the chains of the devil. There's a saying that says, break the chains, breaking of the chains. Arise and shine, because when you arise, you've got to move the forces of oppression. You've got to move whatever process you down, and you are arising by fire and by force. You've got to arise with that business again. You've got to arise with that healing ministry. You've got to arise with that prophetic ministry. You've got to arise, and when you enter your season, you will show your fruit. When you enter your season, you will show what God was doing in the background. When you enter the season, I do not know who I'm preaching to this morning, but when you enter your season, you will show fruit. The Bible says, a blessed man show fruit in his season. And the Bible says, he meditates day and night on the word of God. Because that are affecting your confidence in Christ. But there's this confidence we have in Jesus. We shall arise. We shall shine for the glory of God has risen upon you. Point number three that I want to bring to you again, it is this one. I want you to know that you must move from being frustrated to a focus. There are a lot of people who are enjoying frustrations and there are people there, Lori, their current situation, the enemy has built this thing unto them so that they get frustrated. The Bible says, uh, uh, the Bible says, arise and shine arise and shine therefore you have to move your frustration don't don't dwell too much in your frustrations your frustrations are not going to take you anywhere i know it's frustrating i know this guy has left you i know that man has left you that business partner has left you your friends the value used to validate you are no longer part of your life the bible says a uh, uh, focus in one thing i have in christ god i put my focus in christ Tear your focus in Christ. Put your focus in Christ. Just one thing I press for. One thing that I press to. God, I want to see Christ and his, and his power. Therefore, you need to press. Press. Press towards the mark of your calling. Press towards the mark of your calling. And therefore, as long as if the mark is this level and you are still in this level, you got to press. And that pressing is called being who arise. When you press towards the mark of your calling, the mark of your calling is a place where God has said before you, we reach up there. And therefore, arise and shine for the glory of God has risen upon you. Therefore, all the frustrations you along the way and the sense of quitting, the sense of dropping the ball, the sense of changing things and so on, they are frustration. Focus on what God has given you. Focus on what God has given you. Have you moved from frustration to focus? I want you to move from frustration to focus. Have you moved from 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 regrets to to the vision. I want you to move. Remember point number one, I said to you, uh, uh, move from a, a situation where of failure to learning. Move from a situation of failure to a learning. Move again from uh, the regrets, the regrets to the vision and move from frustration to focus. It's very important that you learn from, uh, to move from those kind of things. The other thing I want you to do is you've got to move from seeing God nowhere and seeing God everywhere. 
When I don't see God, I don't see the movement of God. You got to make an intentional movement that God is a good God and God is an amazing God. And you are moving from seeing God nowhere and to seeing God to everywhere. I see God in everywhere, every situation. Fact that I wake up alive and fact that I'm well and I'm sound, it is because of the power of God. Fact that I'm still breathing. I mean, I've got nothing to do with it. I've done nothing to it. I've done nothing to any. It is the power of God. You see, the people that my house and my family, my wife and everybody else around me, it is the power of God. And my children too, it is the power of God. These are the people my children are not from me, they are from God. They are a gift from God. I'm being given by God, these people, and therefore I see God. I see that as the hand of God. I'm in the right people. I'm living with the right people, and my family is what I need to make me happy. I can't complain about that. I can't complain about my wife. I can't complain about that. That is the move, the things of God. So instead of saying, I've started to see God in everything. I do the force, the fact that I'm sleeping in the house, the fact that I'm walking with my two legs, I've got a gift of mobility. You know, the people that are paralyzed that wish that one day they can walk just like we are walking. The people who have been there, we wish you can have children, they might have money, but they do not have what you've got. Your children, sir, it is the power of God. The children, sir, it is the power of God. Your wife is a gift of God. Those who support you, those who make breakfast for you, those who make food for you, are the manifest love of God. Therefore, stop seeing God nowhere and start to see God everywhere. It would and move from seeing God from nowhere and see him from everywhere. The fact that some of you, you are dressed well and you had food in the morning, it is because of the message of God. Some of you, you are paying your debts and therefore God is making a miracle for you. You are seeing the word of the word of God at work. Some of you, you are in a deep situations that are oppressing you. And for some reason, you manage to wake up without depressing. It is because of the hand of God. Stop. See how many funerals you have survived. See how many accidents you have survived. See how many problems have come your way and you have survived. It is because of the hand of God. So you've got to see the hand of God in every situation. Everything beautiful and everything bright comes from the Lord. Every good gift comes from the Lord. The Bible says every good gift comes from the Lord. You've got to see God in every situation. So your attitude needs to adjust from a situation of seeing God nowhere and begin to see God in everywhere. You need to see God in everywhere. You're finding yourself on a miracle, that's because of God. You're finding yourself on an income every four weeks, that's because of God. It's not because of your strength. It's not by might, nor by power. It is by the Spirit of God. So you've got to see God in every situation, in every platform you see. The other thing that when you have to arise and shine, you've got to move from being ordinary to extraordinary. You got to do things in a way that is unprecedented. You've got to see things in a way that is unprecedented, in a way that people would not even imagine because you are moving from ordinary to extraordinary. You can pray. People average, average people pray, have a rappel, average, they pray for 30 minutes. But I want to pray for weeks. 
I want to pray for months. I want to pray everywhere I want to go. Ordinary people pray once and extraordinary people pray all the time. Ordinary people fast once, but extraordinary, they keep on fasting even if there's no need because they enjoy the presence of God. So when you are moving from ordinary to extraordinary, it is because you are going above the average. You are going above the average. Ordinary people do baptize uh, uh, their 10%. Extraordinary people, they tithe. You know, I'm talking about tithe because it's a hot issue. It's a hot issue because what what equator a lockdown, SCV is God's lockdown. God has not locked down. It is lockdown in South Africa. And therefore, you got to learn to do things extraordinarily. You know, you cannot succeed by being average. Average, you are an average thinker, you are an average prayer part, prayer person, you are just an average person. An average person doesn't make an impact because you're just average. There's nothing extraordinary about you. So you got to allow God to move you and even yourself, you move yourself from being an ordinary person to extraordinary person. You know, and this is what the Bible says, the glory of God has risen upon you because you've got a mindset of doing things in an extraordinary way. And, and you got to move from being a normal lover to an extraordinary lover. You got to move from being a normal father to an extraordinary father. Understanding the needs of your children. Dissecting, diagnosing, and decoding the needs of your children because you are an extraordinary person. So you got to move from a situation now by an extraordinary person to to to, to his heir. Hey, madam, you also got to move from being an, an ordinary woman to an extraordinary woman and these things are possible when we put our minds to it when we put our heart to it when we put our thinking to it we will start to move from being an ordinary person to the extraordinary person i'm talking about life-changing approaches i'm talking about life-changing approach that these approaches are more important first approach you need i told you about you got to move from your past failures because nobody i wouldn't want to a failure in one area or the other and i told you you got to move from a failure to learning that approach is more important if you got to change how you want to move forward with the future, you got to endorse the fact of learning in every failure. You got to learn from every failure and you got to accept your failures so that you can learn from them. And when you learn from them, you change also your approach. I told you that uh, you got to move from a position that regrets you with solar and begin to move. And move up from that. That, that kind of nonsense. Make it work. Make it make it work. Let it work. Let it work. And you got to move from seeing God nowhere and begin to see God in everywhere. And you got to move from being an ordinary reader. You must stop to be an ordinary reader, a prayer or whatever in area, whatever. So just find out what ordinary people are doing and do extraordinary with that. And you got to move from defective to being effective. When there are defective people, they are not even active at all. They're not active at all. You know, but Pilabanze Mori so thing. Hey, till lockdown, I understand. Move! Move and begin to be active. Move from being defective. From You got to move from there. God is good. God is a merciful God. And allow God to show you ideas of what you can do during 21 days, your lockdown. And you must move from lukewarm to a commitment. Now, this one is very important. Bible in the book of Revelations, either because you are weak, you are lukewarm, I'll spew you out of your mouth. 
Mudimar, either wafisa kopa watonya. You know, you got to learn to move from all forms of lukewarmness and be an extra committed person, whether you are in ministry, in business, in prayer, in whatever you do, because Mudimu doesn't accept lukewarmness as a condition at which he can bless someone. I'm going to repeat what I'm saying. Mudimu akasi dumu lukewarmness kurare haufishi hautonyi. Kilo wana mezi asafishi, but at the same time asatoi. That is called lukewarmness. So Bible iri lipsulam dimneri, because you are lukewarm, I will spew you. God wants to use you. Aida wafisa kapa watonya. And Mudimu are keko uhwa some people their commitments are lukewarm some people commitments in their relationships are lukewarm some people their commitment in financial makeup are lukewarm some people commitments on family components are lukewarm and bible i will spew out of your mouth so you got to be committed you got to move from a state lukewarm and have an approach effective and over committed to whatever you're doing you see if you want to grow spiritual be committed be committed and move from the lukewarm. Move away from being a Sunday, a Sunday attending person and be an everyday attending person. Lukewarmness means going to church once. But when you are committed, you go and go to church every day. That's this kind of attitude. You need to have that attitude that every time there's a church, go there. Mudim Arav commanded my blessing. God says, I've commanded a blessing. The reason why some people are not blessed is because they are Sunday people. Average people, they are just Sunday people. But uh, extraordinary committed people are people who forever sees themselves in the presence of the Lord. One thing I seek for and one thing I desire is to dwell in the house of God uh, uh, forever. Now we are dwelling in the house of God forever, not only on Sunday, but forever. So lukewarmness will not allow us to dwell in the house of God every day. So we have to move from being lukewarm to the fire. We must be for, on fire for God. We must be on fire for Lutemudimar Fanson. We must be on fire for the things that God has given us. So lukewarmness is not a state I wish to be in anything. If I walk with you and, I, and you are my friend and I, I see you, you are enjoying lukewarmness, you are enjoying hiding, you, you are not a friend for me. Because I want to go quickly and go and got that kind of attitude. If I, I, want, I want people that are crazily involved, that are passionate, that have got fire in their bones. And these are the kind of people I want to live with. People who read, people who are crazy for God. you either cold or, or you are on fire. And my prayer is, may you move from being lukewarm and go to a position of being on fire for the Lord. Anything lukewarm cannot succeed. Anything lukewarm cannot change. Anything lukewarm would not arrive, help us arrive to where we really need to arrive. We, you, the other approach or thing that will help us move is you got to move from fear to faith. What is fear? Fear is a wrong meditation. Fear, it is a wrong meditation. Fear, it is to conceive a danger before the actual thing happens. You've got to move from fear to faith. You see, if you want to have this kind, have this one as a matching order. I'm instructing you to match out from fear to faith. Faith, it is not the absence of fear, but it is the conquering of fear. When you say, come what may, if I fail, I fail. If I perish, I perish. If I die, let me die. If I go through this situation, I go through that situation. Esther had moved from a fear. And every person who's moving from a fear to faith, they found the results in their life. You will not have results. You will occasionally be results. Oh, concurrently, what if, what if this thing happens? What 
what if I fail? What if I embarrass myself? That's why I am saying from the beginning. And I said to you, what lessons have you learned from previous failures? Get these what ifs. If you know what if have paralyzed your way of thinking, you know what fear will do? Fear will destroy you before you can start doing anything. Fear will destroy your life without even considering that you are doing something yellow uh, it's worldwide. And, and I'm telling you, you got to change that idea. If I fail, let me fail. And overthinking and overdoing this, reality the commenters about what they will do, that will paralyze you. You will not start the vision you have carried in the inside of you, will never find its, find its day because of you are operating in the spirit of fear. You are a slave of the spirit of fear. You are in bondage. You are in, you are in bondage because of the spirit of fear. And you need the power of God to start in the inside of you. Go take out risks. Out there, it's all the risk and come out from fear. I rebuke fear upon your life. You've got to move from fear. Oh, yeah, to faith. Faith is to be positive. That even if I fall, God will catch me. Even if I falter, somebody will accept. Even if things do not work well, I think I, I'll come right. And you've got to move from that. And therefore, if you've got to have this matching, uh, that one is a matching order, I'm calling you to match out. Much out from fear to faith. You've got to come out to faith. Utsanzuuta to faith, and faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You've got to come out from fear and utter to faith. And I want to bring this one. The other thing is you got to come out from complaining to obtaining. You know, you 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 if 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 you want to look at uh, 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 things uh, uh, that made you fail in the past, one of the things is People are trapped into complaining. Complaining is not a sign that you are doing something. To complain, it's a sign of defeat. If you find somebody complaining, it is because they are vulnerable. They cannot do anything. But people who knows they can change the situation, they, have, they are moving from, 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 from complaining. And they start to work so that they obtain. They start to get things because they are moving and migrating from that day. The other thing that I want you to start to begin to move away from, it is move away from being drifting. And we to 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 steady position. You see, you cannot drive well. It's a drifter. Drifting meaning you are you are you are this side, you are that side, you are this side, you are this side. You, you can't trust a person who has a drifting lifestyle. And therefore, I want to call you: stop drifting, sir. Stop being yes and no at the same time. Stop being not aware, being stable. You cannot be Augustamigale pirates and chiefs at the same time. Stop drifting. Stop drifting. You cannot be of God and of the devil at the same time. Because God wants to bring you to a place of state, your aesthetic, your plague aesthetic. You know, until we ground for it, but what find that a consistent failure in their life because they're drifting. They are going from this and that, they are going from this. But Sana Lukolibari Tella, Ia Kamalkam, Twelo Tella, Uber Stable, Twelo Tella, Uya Kam, Ukam Tor, Naga Tella, Kitana Kamukitakam, Kibu Tayel unto you. And therefore you've got to move from there. Ah, Shukala Brosiki. And Mudimu wants you also to come from a position of a copy to an original. He's gone giving you that thing to say, you've got to move from being a copy to become original. Stop again also from a position now by the excuses to, to a commitment. Number two, they have not moved. I'm giving you an order. Yahoo is trauma situation now for the excuses. Why things cannot be done. Never find the reasons Saudi Arabia should not be done. You've got to move from the dimension and 
created dimension yawba committed the excuses only help you you know what did you feel no they did this injury hey they did that oh whatever hey whatever you got to move from that and come to a position yawba commitment and therefore you got to move from a position yawba in gratitude and move to a thanksgiving it's like you've got to do things you've got no choice that what to be that that is an attitude that is caused you to fail and that life kind of an approach needs to change i see people who are joining us from different platforms you got to move from that uh, thank you for joining us and um, you got to move from being full of pride to be full of god pride pride is always empty pride is an announcement that you're about to go down so pride will take you down and very fast Pride will take you down and very fast. We'll forget about that you ever existed this tomorrow because of pride. So you got to move. I won't associate with certain people. I'm a pastor of everyone. I, I am a pastor who loves everyone. I'm a pastor of the rich. I'm the pastor of the poor. I'm the pastor of the haves and have nots. I'm the pastor of those who are downthrown. And I'm the pastor to be. I've got no class. I cut across. I cut across. I'm a pastor to people who are, who are, who are having different condition because I, I've never created a wall for myself or a class that I'll meet certain people. I'm a pastor of the poor. I'm the pastor of those who are rejected. I'm a pastor to those who have been rejected by the church. Who I'm the pastor to those who I'm just a father to everybody. And therefore, because I've learned in humility, I've learned with Kokobits and the total humility as, as, a, as a thing that God wants us to have. The other thing is stop wasting time, procrastination. Stop procrastinating. I will do this. I will pray. Stop doing all these kind of things. Pray. Don't say I will pray. Pray. Wake up and pray. Don't say I will read the word of God. Read the word of God. Don't say I will do this. Procrastination is a thief of time. Therefore, you've got to stay away from procrastinate to a progress. There are people, their progress, they cannot see their progress because of their procrastinating. You've got to move from there. You've got to move from uh, hesitation to obedience. Uh, 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 you know that, that this, uh, 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 if you've got to change, you've got to change an approach. from No, 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 no. You've got to move from hesitation to full obedience of the Lord. Then you've got to move from foolishness into wisdom. And the last one, you got to move from envying others into helping others. If you are here and you've enjoyed what I've been sharing to you about uh, these kinds of attitude, you need to put in the inside of you to succeed. That's what the Bible says. Arise and shine for the glory of God has risen upon you. And you are when that attitude you to say, if you need to arise, I give you 20 facts at which you can arise. And I told you this is what God is saying. God says, uh, uh, the Lord said, I will arise over you. When you arise, God says, I will arise over you and the glory will be seen upon you. You see, the glory of God needs to be seen upon you. I'm reading the Bible, sir. I'm reading the word of God, sir. Uh, the Bible says, uh, I will arise and his glory will shine upon you and the Gentiles shall come to your light. God says, I will draw people to come to your light and the kings to your brightness and to your rising. God says, I will draw kings to your brightness and to your rising. And God says, lifting up your eyes all around you, and then I will gather together and they will come to you. God says, I'll cause people to come to, come to you because of your rising. Your sons shall come from afar. God says, I'll give you sons from afar and and." And, and your daughters also shall be nursed at your side. God says, I will give you uh, daughters that have been, they will be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become a radiant. 
and God said, You shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall swell with joy. Because the abundance, the abundance of the sea shall be tempted to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall be shall come upon you. So tomorrow I'll talk about the Gentiles, the wealth of the Gentiles. What is the wealth of the Gentiles? And I'm going to explain a lot. And the Bible says, uh, I will send the, the, the wealth of the Gentiles. So the Bible says, arise and shine. You can't keep on being there. You can't keep on stagnating in that area. You need to arise and you need to shine. Say, be a good husband and shine. If what does it mean to be a successful man? We need to look at you because your, your light, you are drawing us to your light. And the Bible says also the multitude of camels shall cover you with the land and the, the drone dress, the, the drone daris of the Midian and the Epa and all those from Sheba shall come. And the Bible says they shall bring their gold and the incenses. And the Bible says they shall proclaim uh, they shall proclaim praise to the Lord. Now God is promising us a lot of things when we wake up and when we want to shine. And God is saying if we put those attitudes I just mentioned to you, um, to you you will arise. Can I repeat them? If you've got a pain, that's the last thing I'm about to conclude. And I want to give it to you, these things, because they will help you arise. The Bible says, arise and shine. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. If there's somebody next to you and you are listening with somebody to what I'm saying, tell that person to say, arise and shine. Arise and shine. The Bible says, arise and shine. Let me repeat them for you. And I want you to take them. And I thank you. Uh, 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 God is doing everything. I see this is what God we see seven in the bread of life, people are coming all over too. Yes, God says, I will bring them all over to you because you are willing to arise. Remember, people, what I'm saying, I want you to move from failure. I want you to move from failure. This is an attitude you need to put. I want you to write them down. If you are writing them down, we'll bring them here and we'll push them. You are moving from failure to learning. I want you to put an attitude that I will learn from my failures. I will learn from my failures and what are the lessons I have. So failure to learning, and you are changing from failure to Elena, and you are entering entering into the classroom of life. Number two, regrets to the vision of the future. Number three, from frustrated or frustration to a focus. These are in my notes. I'm sharing this thing in my notes. And then you're also moving from nowhere, from seeing God nowhere, to seeing God everywhere. And number and number number five, from being an ordinary to extraordinary, from being a defective to effective person. Number six, number seven, from being lukewarm to being in fire. And from fear to faith, from complaining to obtaining, from drifting to being steady, from being from drifting to being steady, that is number 10. From problem to being an answer, that is number 11. From excuses to commitment. From being a copy to being an original. From being in gratitude to thanksgiving. And from procrastination to the progress. From being a procrastinator to a progress. And from hesitation to obedience. That is number 17, from hesitation to obedience, and then from being full of pride to be full of God, from keeping to giving. I want you from to move from to keep.
to give him. Learn to give. Learn to kneel. Learn to give. Learn to open your hands and give. Not the loved ones. The church, the ministry, and everything. That people are struggling a lot from there because naturally, when we're young, we are told and we are taught to possess, and therefore that is why we are not succeeding. We are not arising because we are keeping instead of giving. And I want you to move from keeping to giving. I want you to move from foolishness to wisdom. And I want you to move from envying others to helping others. Those are the kind of attitudes I want you to have. And I want you to look unto them. And I want you to be blessed with them because they are very important. In the name of Jesus, I hope you've enjoyed. And uh, I love you guys. Myself and the family and the first lady, we love you. And we hope you also love us in the same way we love you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for being part. Tune tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Let's have others come to the the, 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 the podcast where we're learning and we're studying the word of God. And I hope if you give time yourself, you give time to these things and you think about them. This attitude, that what does it mean to move from a failure to learning? And you start to dot down. You start to write down. What have you learned in the past year, in the past two years? And, and what have you learned? You put them because they're part of your achievement. You've realized that nothing was a waste in your life because God is called. Hallelujah. God bless you. Bye-bye.